This is the Begin Within Podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit If you are working on getting healthier, losing weight, improving your fitness, whatever it is, but you have this feeling that you should be getting better results... You're just not sure what you might be doing wrong. Well, I want to tell you, you are not alone. And that is the very reason why I wrote my latest book, Five Ways You're Wrecking Your Weight Loss, so that you can take a look at five of the most common reasons I see that people aren't getting the results that they deserve for all their hard work. Just five really quick fixes that can get you headed toward the results that you want. Check it out. You can download it by going to beginwithin.fit, clicking on the ebook button, or clicking on the link in the show notes. Check out my book. Let me know what you think. My guest today is Tina McDermott. She is a weight loss coach and nutrition expert who loves to teach others how to use their kitchen as a tool to accomplish their goals, get great results, and to have more joy in their life. I know you're going to enjoy my interview with her. You're going to pick up on just the joy that she has as she talks about this concept of how we can use nutrition to get what we want out of life and experience more joy. A couple things that I want you to listen for, uh, actually a few. So number one, uh, as she relates even her own story, her own path of health and wellness and how she got into helping other people, listen for how important it is that you tune into your energy, your own energy levels in particular. She's gonna talk about that. She's gonna talk about how her awareness of that and not losing sight of what it felt like to feel good was so important in her journey. Secondly, we're gonna talk about specific foods, the foods she recommends that her clients eat, the foods that she recommends that we all eat more of. And eh, I'll just leave it at that. You can guess, but you're gonna love the way that she explains it. It's gonna make so much sense, very simple way to start to um, take a look at the things that you're eating on a regular basis and how they compare with the recommendations that she makes. And then finally, we are going to talk about joy um, and some real practical little ways that you can start to move toward joy, in particular, in the kitchen. I know that the kitchen is a place 
that uh, can cause a lot of stress. It can be a lot of pressure to not only make foods that, well, first of all, to make foods, right? And then meals that people are gonna enjoy and that also are gonna be healthy. There's so many different factors. And of course, there's time, there's stress, all of these things add up to, at times, if we're being honest, the kitchen not being a place that brings us a whole ton of joy. But Tina is here to help us with that. Here's my interview with Tina McDermott. My sister Anna, at the age of, she was 23, I was uh, 19 years old, uh, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And, you know, prior to that, my life, I, I'd been plagued with gas and bloating and and always had stomach problems. And then she got cancer. It scared the bejesus out of me, as you can probably imagine. And, and I'm like, wow, I really need to take better care of myself. And there was this book that I read on vegetarianism. I'm not a vegetarian now, but I, 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 I really made sense to me. And I read it and I applied it. I'm not all the way. Okay. I was a junk food vegetarian for about 10 years, okay. <laughs> still played with gas and bloating, still played with all of those issues. But, you know, I lived my life. I didn't know any better. But I, I always reached for knowledge on uh, health and wellness and nutrition. Nutrition always lit me up, always mm. lit me up, especially when I learned what foods to stay away from and what foods to implement into your life. So that was the the the, the beginning of my health and wellness. And, and I mean, there's, there's more to it. I, I was very depressed all the time. I, I came from a suppressed Italian family. So the only time I got relief was when I went and rode my bike. Mm. I would be angry all the time. I'd get on that bicycle and I would ride my bike for six miles and I'd come back exhausted. And then I would ride my bike the next day for eight miles. And then it went up to 10. And now, I mean, I'll, I'll ride my bike for miles and miles and miles. And, and I ended up even marrying a cyclist who were both crazy about the bicycle, which is wonderful. And 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 it really, the the exercise is what got me from depression, top of the cliff, wanting to jump to living a joyful life. Hmm. It was the bicycle that brought me there, it brought me to my husband. It brought me to my current life where I am now. And fast forward in my thirties and I was, I think, yeah, we was married at the time. We had already gotten married. I was really low energy, couldn't ride the bike. Something was wrong. Something was wrong. I went to the doctor. He said, it's your thyroid. And I tried the medicine. Three months later, I said, Some, I'm falling asleep driving. Something's wrong. I can't ride my bike. That's where my joy is. My, my joy is everywhere in the world right now, by the way, not just the bike. And, and he tested me again, and I tested positive for Lyme. Now, yeah. I want you to know that 70% of 70% of people fall, test a false negative, meaning that they are positive, but it came out negative. I consider myself lucky that I knew what it was. Mm -hmm. So I knew how to tackle it. Yeah. It, uh, I went down the route of the doctor's route with the antibiotics and then I went down, okay, antibiotics and supplements. And then I went down hiring a nutritionist. And then I, I mean, I spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars because when you feel terrible and you know what feeling good really feels like, there's almost that point where you forget but I held on because I knew mm. that there was a way through. And I finally found uh, the, the, the right way to, not the right way, the way, my way to eradicate the Lyme from my body. And that was 
a healthy lifestyle. Of course, the exercise that never went yeah. away, that never went away. The exercise, uh, the eating food, eating not just tons and tons of vegetables. It's not about being a vegetarian. It's about being very well rounded. And I can talk about my philosophy on eating it when, if you'd like to, yeah. and 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 sleeping and exercising and and what else I was going to say. Um, stress relief. And that's the exercise for me, the stress relief and just eating well-rounded and supplements, the right kind of supplements eradicated that from my body. So yeah, over the counter stuff. No, talk to a professional. They'll know exactly what you mostly what your body needs. Mm. And so that is like the base of my story of what really got me into health and wellness and mostly weight loss. Really, people always came to me for weight loss because I worked in a gym. I was a personal trainer. And then I got certified as a nutritional consultant. So then I started developing my own weight loss programs. And that's what I'm known for almost 22 years now for weight loss. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned um, your philosophy on food. Yes. How, how would it? you describe it? I'm sure there's a lot to it. What, oh, what's that it's going to be simple. Like? Okay. Give me 30 seconds and I'll tell you. Go for it. Okay. Uh, it well, maybe more than 30 seconds. So if my philosophy encompasses everybody, whether you're vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, omnivore, herbivore, meditarian, you name it. Okay. Catatarian. I'm just making stuff up now. <laughs> Basically, and this is, it's so simple. It's simple. Eat the way that mother nature has taught us to eat. Eat foods that walk fly, swim, and grow with a huge emphasis on grow, with a huge emphasis on grow. I did a challenge once uh, recently. I did a challenge and in the challenge, I'm walking and I'm flying and I'm swimming and I'm growing. And they loved that because I was giving them the visual of going through the walk, fly, swim, and grow. So if you keep that in your in the forefront of your mind and you look at that bagel and you ask yourself, did that walk? Did that fly? Did that swim? Did that grow? Oh, it did grow. It did, it did grow. It grew. It grew. At some point. And yeah. <laughs> how far from Mother Nature is that bagel? Very, it's very highly processed, right? Yeah. So we want to get to the whole grains, the whole fruits, the whole vegetables, lean meats, and of course, good fats like olive oils and olives and avocados and nuts and seeds and and lots and lots and lots of vegetables back to that. So I think yeah. I took more than 30 seconds. <laughs> I think you can encapsulate it. I mean, that absolutely. You're right. It, it is simple. I, mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. Um, t- can we talk about joy? I see it yes. in your messaging um, so much. I mean, obviously, as I'm spending some time with you here, I'm I'm feeling it. Um, why is why is joy such an important piece of improving health and and weight loss um, from your perspective? Why why is that all over your your website and all over your work? I have a grounding philosophy that we are here on this earth to experience joy. We're here for joy. Just look at the trees and the sky and the sun. Don't look too hard at the sun. Just breathe the clean air. You know, look at the green grass. Look at the flowers. Look how pretty they are. We are here for joy. And if you're if you're not in joy, which it could be kind of high up on the ladder when you're in depression. Now I've been in depression. You can't jump from depression all the way to joy, but you can make the next step. And the next step is I'm okay. I'm okay for now. I'm okay. I'm okay. And then take the next step. 
to thinking about something that brings you uh, any amount of pleasure, like petting a cat or a dog. I have three dogs and two cats because, and a husband, and, and I just need to love and I need to just calm myself down. And all I need to do is pet a dog or a cat or snuggle with them. And it brings me to a better state. It brings me most of the times it brings me to joy. It brings me to love. It brings me to appreciation. And the way to go, another way to go from maybe lower in the emotional, it's called the emotional awareness scale. I probably have it here. There's a whole scale where you go from jealousy, hatred, revenge, anger, discouragement, blame, worry, disappointment, overwhelm, frustration, pessimism, boredom, contentment, hopefulness, optimism, positive, enthusiasm, passion, and joy. Joy is at the top. Okay. Joy is at the top. So another way to step into joy or to step towards joy is so simple, Nate, appreciation and gratitude. What are you appreciative for? Most people, when I ask them that question, they go, oh, I appreciate my family, the big things. I appreciate, mm -hmm. oh, I've got a car. I appreciate my house. I appreciate... And all of the, the big things in there. I appreciate I've got good health. And then I say, start small. Start really small and watch how amazing gratitude and appreciation can bring your emotions higher and higher and higher. Do you know how much I appreciate this pen? I appreciate the fact that I can put my thoughts in my journal and write. And the fact that I, I learned to, to write in cursive. I don't think they teach that anymore. I, I appreciate the person who gave me this pen from, from the company. And I appreciate also that it's nice and fat, that my, my, my hands that hurt all the time, it's nice to write with this pen. It's so wonderful. And the other thing, oh my gosh, I so appreciate sticky notes. They are amazing. I do too. So if you can go on this, <laughs> I know, if you can go on this rampage of appreciation of all the little, th yeah, there's your sticky fats, of all the little things appreciate oh i appreciate this i appreciate that it can take you from depression to up that emotional awareness scale and it can bring you towards joy because we are here for joy we are here for joy and i call it tina's joyful kitchen for my cooking classes and you can catch me on youtube tina's joyful kitchen.com and 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 and, and is because I want you to find, I call myself the lazy inspirational chef, right? Nice. I want you to find joy in the kitchen, even if you don't know how to cook or you don't like to cook because you deserve to be healthy. You deserve to be vibrant. You deserve to be free, free from capital D, capital I, capital E with a small T. Don't like those. I don't believe in those. Okay. I believe in eating foods that walk by, swim and grow. Great. And drinking water and all of the good stuff. And in and, and, and free from dis-ease, right? You can get there. And personally, I believe it starts in, in the kitchen, right? And well, it actually starts from appreciation. And boy, can I go into a whole rampage of appreciation when I'm in the kitchen because I have such a love of fruits and vegetables and the colors and, and the presentation. And every single one of my cooking classes are just chalk. You should have seen all the vegetables I had on my counter today. We did uh, knife skills. So I was teaching people how to chop and I wanted them to choose which vegetables they wanted me to chop. I had everything, you name it. I had such a black blast buying everything too, because I, I, I know that that is life. Vegetables are life hmm. and they bring me so much joy to eat them, to prepare them, to feed people. So what brings you joy? What brings you joy? And move towards that. You don't have to jump there, 
but move towards that. And you can use your pets as a tool. You can use walking as a tool. You can use appreciation as a tool to get higher and higher and higher on that emotional awareness scale until you get to joy. I'm not in joy 24 seven, Nate. And I strive to be there. I strive for joy on a daily basis. Yeah. I I have to think that as you're giving so much and, and helping other people to get there and have things for them to appreciate that you, you feel even more, even more of that joy. Do you think that's true? Oh, especially when I feed people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially when I feed people, I had an in-person event and I got to feed so many people yesterday, I got them to taste a ratatouille, a taste of yellow squash curry soup to taste this, uh, all of my, my pumpkin pie smoothie. And they're so good and so delicious and healthy for you. That brings me so much joy. And when I do it virtually, I like, I want to feed everybody. So now I call my neighbors and I feed them. <laughs> So, I'm sure they love yes. it when you're you're doing stuff yes. on YouTube. <laughs> yes, yes, they they love it. My 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 neighbors love it. My friends love it. My sister loves it because they all get food, and awesome. I love I love to feed them. Love it. It's just ingrained in me from my, probably from my mother and my grandmother. Like manja que ti fa bene, eat because it's good for you. You know, so it's just a it's it it just makes me feel wonderful. You see how I even light yeah. up when I talk about yeah. food and and feeding people. Yeah. <laughs> How, and, and this, I guess maybe we'll start to wrap up a little bit. I just, I want to go to this question because I think um, for so many, when they hear about being joyful in the kitchen, that's like a foreign concept um, for them because kitchens come with stress. They come with mess um, and pressure to make everybody happy with the meal, whatever, whatever it is. And for it to be healthy, how, how would you recommend someone start if that's how they're feeling how would you recommend someone start to just take a step toward joy in the, in the kitchen specifically appreciation back to that yeah i feel that most people find that food comes from a drive through like the, as the generations go on uh, that they in the pandemic drove people back to the kitchens, which I thought thought was wonderful. Mm. And we, we are so far removed from the farm of where the fruits and the vegetables really come from, where our food comes from. And I think that I know if you're just starting out, I'm not, I like going to farmer's markets and talking to the farmers who put all that appreciate, put all that, that, that work into growing those vegetables and so start with appreciation of what that food actually does for you. Most people don't realize that food, the vegetables and fruits are, they're full of vitamins and minerals and digestive enzymes and, and phytonutrients and so many things, flavonoids that can go on and on. And when we eat them, I promise you, you will feel so much lighter, so much better. We tend to stuff our faces with heavy heavy foods and carbohydrates that 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 just make us feel heavy and to in order to get to joy in the kitchen is feel a little lighter the other thing that's popping in my head is divvy up the tasks if you're cooking somebody else cleans you know or change who's going to cook each night or design a plan together like what are we going to eat this week if you plan it ahead of time it's so much easier 
or set two hours aside on a Sunday and make your meals for the week. You can freeze some and then make a plan. Planning makes everything so much easier. What is stressful is when it's six o'clock on a Monday night, you had a hard first day at work and you're really hungry and you have nothing planned. And that is when you end up with junk food or going through a drive-through and spending a lot more money and you don't mm. want to do that. Right. Yeah. So plan, plan it out and have an appreciation for your plan and talk to your family, get your family involved. What I do with my husband, I don't typically eat a lot of rice or, but he does. So I'll make like tonight we're making uh, chicken. I'm going to pan fry some chicken fillets that I made. And I'm going to steam up some cauliflower with carrots because he likes the carrots. I like the cauliflower. And I'm going to make a pot of rice. He eats the rice. I eat the cauliflower and the, the chicken. We're both happy. We're both very happy. And if he still wants more after that, he can go for his cookies. He can go for his chips. I don't need to. But yeah, so you can you can be healthy the whole family, get the whole family involved and cook one meal for everybody and maybe one extra item that they can put extra sauce on or add to their meal, but you don't have to eat it if that is not on your agenda. Yeah, no, I really like that. Um, and I, it, as you were explaining that, it, it, it reminded me of how um, other cultures spend so much time with food. So much of life is about the meals and the food and here we are like spending time in the kitchen's a burden. It's like most of the lives of people in other countries is all about finding food, processing food, growing food, cultivating it, making the meal. Um, that, that could be the whole day right there. <laughs> could be. Nowadays, you know, we've got a supermarket and we, mm -hmm. we can spend a fraction of the time preparing food than what we had right. to back yeah. then yeah just a fraction absolutely. of the time it's true um i know we t we before we kind of started the the interview we talked a little bit about your trip and what you're going to be doing there do could you share a little bit about your um the cooking you'll do while you're traveling Absolutely. So my parents were born and raised in Italy. So we're going back. I'm leaving on Sunday. We're going to be there for two weeks. And I'm going to, there's, uh, a, my dad is from a tiny little island called Carlo Forte, Car, uh, Carl the Great. And it's a tiny island off the coast of Sardinia. And we're, you know, we're going to see family. And there's a restaurant there who my cousin talked to him and they want us to, he wants me to go there and cook with him and film it. And I'm like, yes, that's great. So I'll broadcast it on my YouTube channel. That'll be fun. So in the other places, I'll I'll be broadcasting from like my relatives' kitchens. What are they making? And it's not going to be big shows. It's just going to be clips here and there. Look, this is what we made. This is how we did it. Uh, it's going to be fun because yeah. all of my relatives in Italy cook at home. They all cook at home. None of them, not one since I've been there, take does takeout. Not one. Maybe we'll go to a restaurant one time for the whole time that I'm there. But for the most part, we eat at home. Because yeah. even my mom to this day, she goes, I don't want to go out to a restaurant. My food better. And I'm like, okay, you're right. Your food's better. It's true. <laughs> it's true. So yeah, I'll be doing little snippets from wherever. I'm also going to our house in Umbria, which is in the mountains. And yeah, I'll just be filming here and there. It's going to be fun. I'm going to have a good time with it. Just a few minutes every day. Yeah, that's awesome. What's the best way for people to connect with you and your work? 
you can join me on YouTube, subscribe to tinasjoyfulkitchen.com. That's where my YouTube channel, or you can find my website, tinamcdermott.com. Okay. Awesome. We'll have links in the show notes. Tina McDermott, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. Thank you, Nate. I really love and appreciate you. Thank you so much. I want to thank Tina so much for being here on the podcast with us this week. Of course, links to connect with her and follow her work are in the show notes. They're waiting for you. So go ahead and check them out and hopefully take some steps toward being more joyful in the kitchen as a result of uh, following her in her work. And I want to go back to that that idea, kind of that core idea for this episode about being joyful, being more joyful in the kitchen. Um, did you catch the way that Tina recommends that we get there? If you take a look at yourself and uh, how you feel about the kitchen, if you're not feeling all that joyful about it, start with appreciation. Appreciation for what food can do, and in particular, what healthy foods can do, namely vegetables. Absolutely love that message. I love that she's not afraid to share it, not afraid to talk about how important veggies are in in our lives, in our health, and in experiencing the joy that we can have from being in the kitchen. And of course, those real practical steps. If there's If there's something simple that you can begin to do with you or your family to begin to create a plan around eating. Take some of the pressure off, share some of the responsibilities with other family members, build in some some systems and some routines and some habits around eating, around cleanup, around those things. Um, instead of you know just feeling overwhelmed, take a look at that. Take a look at that feeling, that feeling of being overwhelmed or stressed out, and view it as a signal that you need to do something different. Of course, eating at home is always going to be better. Creating the food ourselves is going to be healthier for us because we have we have control over what goes in it, where it comes from. But just taking a look at some practices, simple things that we can incorporate into our family routines or into our lives in order to make the kitchen a more joyful place. Just having a plan, having a plan for meals, having a plan for who does what and when so that it relieves some of the stress, some of the pressure, and then we can build, we can build our schedule, uh, you know, in the evenings or for the week around some of our plans that have to do with our meals. Of course, if you need more support, you need more ideas, follow Tina, definitely connect with her, but try to do something different. If you take a look at where you're at again and you're not feeling all that joyful about the kitchen, make some changes. Use those feelings of of discontent in the kitchen as signals that something needs to change. And today, I hope that you found, I know I did, a few things that can help you to take some steps toward having more joy in the kitchen. I wanna thank you so much for being here with me, for your time and your attention as always. I wanna thank you so much for following this show in your podcast player if you haven't done so already. And to rate and review the show, it helps other people to be able to find it. And let me just say this, if there's something 
that you would love for us to cover in future episodes, please send it to me. You can definitely send me a message on Instagram. I'm pretty active there. Just send me a a direct message and let me know what things you'd like to hear us dive into here on the Begin With End podcast. And I'm so happy to make that happen to be able to support you. Thank you once again so much. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you again next time here on the Begin Within podcast. 